0: Visionaries, Episode One Eye
1: for an Eye. Light beams through several stained glass windows, splashing the walls with shades of red. Blue, green, orange, and gray. A thick glass table stands in the middle of the room. Two chairs on the right. Two chairs on the left. One chair at the head of the table. This is the conference room inside of Blood Tower. This room is the command center for the country Vision Rock, land of the visionary race. Vision Rock is made of five different cities, Burning Candle, Steady Mist, Weeping Soil, Sun Rising, Greystone. Visionary beings possess unique eyes. These eyes hold either a single ring or multi-rings within their colored iris. Each color carries a specific ability. Two chairs drag against the marble floor as they are pulled away from the glass table. Radon, or the First Blood, citizen of the city burning candle, carries the multi-ring red eyes. Within his red iris, there are black rings. Each ring appears bigger than the one it's surrounding. However, the rings stop just before they cross into his sclera. He sits at the head of the table. A red cape hangs over his left shoulder. A flame pin holds the cape on the right side of his chest. A wheel rests on his back and shoulders, with spokes sticking out. Each spoke carries a small candle. He's the archseer, leader of Vision Rock and all visionaries. Sitting to the side of him is the Grand Herald. Lore of the Truth Seekers. He is a citizen of the city's steady mist. He carries the multi-ring blue eyes. The Grand Herald ranks second after the Archseer. He is the only visionary, outside of Radon, that carries the multi-ring eyes. Multiple rings increase the visual prowess of the visionary. Radon pulls the cork out of a wine bottle.
2: What's so urgent, Lore?
3: I have a vision to report. I saw a war coming. It's the dead eyes.
2: You pushed my day back for that.
3: It's the person leading the dead eyes.
2: They are all the same.
3: It's not a dead eye leading them. It's a visionary. A multi-eye beholder. I saw him, Archseer. Start from the beginning.
2: Tell me everything you saw.
1: limps to an open door at the end of the hallway his eyes are radiating a blue light meaning his special ability is currently activated his ability is the power to see and navigate through the future a first blood guard bursts inside a blood tower from the door down the hall
3: grand herald stay inside We are. The
1: spear rips
3: through the guard's body Loud. The horns. People screaming. Who's
2: attacking us? It can't just be the dead eyes and one visionary. It felt like
3: everyone. I need specifics, Lore. The first blood guard that was killed inside a blood tower. A spear struck him from outside. That's the Greyborn's weapon. Are they helping the dead eyes? I'm not sure. I didn't see you through it. All I know for certain is the date. And? 1,127 days from now.
2: Open. What is it?
4: Grayson hasn't shown up in the library.
2: Did you check his room? Not yet, sir. Don't. I'll get him myself. Understood. So, more or less three years from now. Anything else? Archseer.
1: There's more. As Lor steps outside onto the balcony, he looks up at a gigantic burning candle statue. A long rope binds the statue. Oh! Oh!
2: You expect me to believe Dead Eyes. Hold it down with a simple tug.
1: Radon stands up and walks to the window. He sticks his head outside and looks at the candle statue.
3: This is real, Archseer. The enemy you have no idea The field was covered in dust. I couldn't see which city was fighting which. You let dust prevent you from doing your only job. It wasn't the dust that prevented me. It was the Plane?
1: Plane? Huge combat aircraft descends and hovers over Blood Tower. Abruptly, the plane vanishes into thin air. However, the damage is done.
2: So, some random plane will wipe out all visionaries. And that's the end of our chapter.
3: The multi-eye beholder got rid of the plane.
2: I thought you said he's leading the rebellion. I believe he is. Then why would he make the plane disappear? I don't know. I don't think what you saw was a vision. I know
3: a vision when I see one. You can't even identify this multi-eye beholder. The dust gave him cover. But I saw his eyes.
1: And onto the banister. He notices one man standing at the bottom of the staircase as Blood Tower continues to crumble. The dust hides that man's identity. However, his shining eyes stand out. Blue in his left and red in his right. Each eye has multiple black rings. His Lord limps to the mystery visionary, the stairs collapse under his feet.
3: Please, I need to see that
1: man. The Dead Eyes man aims his pistol at lore. Dead Eyes is the name visionaries use to label humans because of their powerless eyes.
3: Give me one second. All Mississippi.
2: Your vision implies dead-eye slaves will build a combat aircraft under our nose, which
3: is impossible on Vision Rock. Just because technology is banned on Vision Rock doesn't mean it's banned on the other side of the world. The
2: other side of the world is dead.
3: I thought so, too. But that plane comes from somewhere. And so will dead-eye soldiers. I saw one of them.
2: A dead-eye infected by spores... There is no way any of them survived this long. But
3: what if they did? What if they built some safe zone? And all this time, they're building their army, building their planes, preparing for three years from now. And the multi-eyed beholder. You're not taking me seriously.
2: Do you remember the vision you saw and told my father 13 years ago?
3: That Jackson would become the multi-eye beholder.
2: The reincarnation of the great diviner. You call Jackson a god. And he's dead.
3: My visions can be altered. And me.
2: What did you tell my father
3: about me? I said you would be nothing.
2: Now I carry the mantle. How
3: do I know you're not wrong about this, too? I know the difference between my visions... ...and hallucinations.
2: Dead eyes will never beat visionaries. That's how evolution
3: works. Archseer, if they have more planes like the one that I saw, they will beat us.
2: Have a safe trip home.
1: Radon exits the room and shuts the door behind him. He walks down the hall. The mantle on his back illuminates the paintings on the wall. He stops at a door and slowly opens it. As Radon enters, he observes the room. Disgust spreads over his face. The room is a mess. Mountains of books, bottles of wine, clothes scattered everywhere. He rips the curtain to the side. Grayson of the First Blood sits up in bed. He extends his hand forward to block the light. He has dead eyes.
2: It is three in the afternoon.
1: I wasn't feeling well. Grayson grabs a red berry from a small plant next to him. These unique berries have two stems on opposite sides. He plucks both stems and tosses the berry inside his mouth.
2: You're too busy getting high off seat berries. No, I see why you kept me waiting.
1: Grayson lets
0: out a puff of smoke. What did I do now? You only talk to me if I did something.
2: Athenia told me you were bothering her with questions again. Of
0: course she was bothered.
2: I'm the archseer more than I'm your brother. Remember
0: that. She was with Jackson when he died. I just wanted to ask
1: her about this. Raisin picks up a piece of paper and hands it to Radon. Where did you find this? In the library. Radon stares at the paper. His multi-ring eyes shine a red light, activating his ability, bringing what he imagines to life. Suddenly, the piece of paper catches on fire.
2: What are you doing? Healer Ion was a traitor. As far as I'm concerned, his
0: autopsy of Jackson's body was a complete lie. Radon, if someone killed Jackson, then we need to find the person responsible. There is no proof. You just burned it. That little piece of paper wasn't proof. Fine. I'll talk to healer Rees. It can lead to more rumors. I don't care about rumors. Someone might have killed our brother. You
2: have other things to worry about.
1: Radon pulls out his own piece of paper and hands it to Grayson.
0: Section Zero, I'm the last person that should do this job. I disagree. I think you're a perfect fit.
1: On the other side of Blood Tower, first blood guards patrol the hall. Saya, a dead eyed slave, walks past the guards. They stop and stare at her. She doesn't give in to the intimidation. She keeps her head up high and marches forward. A steel collar binds her neck with a chain dragging behind. The roughness of her short, uneven haircut... Contrast the softness of her beautiful face. However, her eyes are her most revealing feature. Tired, blank, angry. As she passes a door, a hand emerges and pulls her inside of the library. The hand muffles Saya's attempt at screaming. Inside the library, Saya rips off the hand over her mouth. Saya, don't- Are
5: you crazy? Tuttle's being black bag.
1: I need to ask you something.
0: I need you to... What? Hide a baby in slaves camp. For what? She's scheduled for the ceremony.
5: Hiding her won't stop the guards from looking. And when they find her, it's the slaves that will be punished. Not you.
0: I just need a couple of days to get them out of here. Them? The baby and her mother.
5: You're smuggling people out?
0: This is different, Saya. Can you hide the baby?
1: Please?
5: I'll see what I can do.
1: Grayson walks through a street market in Section Zero. Everyone there, only women, carry the single ring red eyes. They all stop shopping and stare at Grayson. The First Blood Guard Commander, Bull of the First Blood, walks behind him. Bull's suit of armor is intimidating, especially his helmet. The candle rests on the top of his head, leaving a trail of smoke behind him. His single-ring red eyes are the only part of his face one can see through the helmet. Tasha of the First Blood steps up to Grayson's face. She has rags as clothing, but she's not a slave. She's a visionary with a single ring red eyes that lives in the poor side of a burning candle.
5: You're the one that's going to take Lexi's baby? After everything she's done for you? I
1: don't have a choice. Tasha spits on Grayson's face. Bull reaches over Grazen's shoulder and chokes Tasha. He picks her up with one hand. Tasha kicks her feet as she struggles to breathe. Assaulting the brother is considered treason.
0: Let her go, Bull.
4: <coughs> they were born like you.
1: Bull and Grayson march forward. They stop in front of a house. I know the mother. And? This is my
0: assignment. Let me handle it.
1: Grayson and Bull enter the living room. Lexi of the first blood rocks her baby up and down. She carries the single ring red eyes. The baby on her lap cries, prompting Lexi to breastfeed her. Grayson sits across from Lexi. Paul stands behind Grayson still as a statue.
4: I can't believe your brother sent you.
1: I'm sorry. What's
0: her name?
4: Maya. It was my mother's name. And
0: her... We're on a tight schedule.
4: Can we talk
0: alone, Grayson? On the orders of Archsearadon, I'm to remain with Grayson at all times. He's right. My brother instructed. I
4: didn't ask your brother's permission. I'm asking you, Grayson.
0: Lexi, sometimes these situations just have a way of working out. Just
1: let it be.
4: Let it be? That's all you have to say to me.
1: Ball walks closer to Lexi. His hand rests on the pommel of his sword. Hey! I've got it. Then do it. Or I will.
0: Lexi of the First Blood.
4: Look at me when you're saying it. Look me in the eyes.
0: On behalf of Archseer Radon, leader of Vision Rock and blood of the Great Diviner, I hereby order you to hand over your deformed infant for eternal sleep. May her spirit rest in our great flame.
1: I'll let you have a moment before we take her. All we'll and graze an exit through the front door.
0: Let it be. The archseer warned me you might try to be heroic and save your friend's baby. If she runs, I will track her and the baby down and chop them to pieces in front of you. Sooner or later, I'll catch them. Sounds like
1: it might be sooner. Lexi sits against the wall. Smoke steams out of her mouth. Her eyes are halfway rolled behind her head. A few seat berries are sprawled out over the floor. Grayson drops down to his knees. Lexi! Lexi! Bull pulls out a small knife. He lifts it up high. Aim down towards the baby. Great diviner, guide my actions and accept this infant
0: into your eternal flame. Move away from her. Right now! I take my orders from <clears throat> me! This is my assignment. You work under me.
1: Bull oh, sheaths his knife. You're going to hold a ceremony for her dead mother to watch? This is quicker Grayson picks up the baby from the crib. You are
0: still
3: going to do what I was about to!
1: Maya's head lays over Grayson's shoulder. She has dead eyes. Later that night, Slave Saya carries two heavy wooden buckets inside of Grayson's room. Saya picks up a mop and plunges it inside one of the buckets. She whips it out and mops the floor. Grayson enters the room
5: and shuts the door behind him. They have the baby. I have people in place waiting on orders. Waiting? Do you understand what you're going to do to this baby? She won't
0: be there for long. You don't
5: know that. And I don't want my people getting hurt over a visionary baby.
0: Are you saying you won't do it?
5: Why is she so important?
0: Lexi was the only person outside of Jackson that didn't treat me different. She never called me deformed or dead eyes. You loved her. Yes.
5: You never mentioned her before.
0: I didn't think it mattered. It does now. My father thought she was a bad influence on me. She was too rebellious for his taste. So I stopped talking to her. She killed herself today. Overdosed on seed berries. I never had the opportunity to explain that I was trying to save her baby. The worst part? She didn't even think I would try. I didn't do enough, just like before. Raisin?
5: A rebellion is going to happen. What? Udo is leading the slaves.
0: He's going to have every slave killed, you know that, right? Saya, even I won't be able to protect you from my brother.
5: I have a deal that can help the both of us get what we want. We'll save that baby's life for your brother's life.
0: That baby has nothing to do with this. She's a
5: visionary. She has everything to do with it. You think that baby is hurting? Look at us slaves. She may be considered too low to be a visionary, but at least she's high enough not to be a slave. At least she'll die peacefully. Slaves die every day in every way, but never peacefully. Saya, don't- I need to go back with an answer.
0: I want to speak with Udo. That's not possible. If he wants a shot of me turning on my family, then we need to talk. Fine. I can't believe you asked me to pick. You. Of all people.
5: And what about you? You told me you love me.
0: I do love you.
5: Then why haven't you offered to smuggle me out?
0: That's not fair. You know it's ten times harder to smuggle out slaves. You can't say
5: the words, not fair.
0: You want me to smuggle you out just to get caught in the next city? It won't work, just like this senseless rebellion. We
5: believe in Udo. Udo is
0: irrational, and he's going to cost you your life, all for little to no change.
5: What life?
1: Saya puts on an appalling black rubber mask. And only shows her eyes. She tightens the strap on the top of her head. The stamped number on the forehead of her mask is number 97. Multi-ring eyes glow with a red light. Across the room, a row of five fire torches catch fire one by one. Each fire torch illuminates a carved stone face right below it. The faces are the past arch seers, one through five. The entire room comes to light. This is the library inside a blood tower. Bookshelves stretch around the room. And on the floor, there's a wide rug with a sleeping naked woman under covers. Radon streams the red light again craft appears in the fifth stone's face. It starts in its right eye and runs slowly down to its cheek. Ira sits up on the rug. Her green, beautiful eyes are just that—beautiful, but
4: dead eyes.
2: You have to go back to the slaves' camp tonight. I'll have Bol escort you.
4: You want me to go?
2: Athenia wants to talk. It'll probably take all night.
4: I thought you are the art seer, not your wife. Careful,
2: Ira.
1: Remember what you are.
4: I am more than just a slave. I know things.
1: Ira stands up. The covers slide off of her breast. She pulls on in
4: close. I know more than your wife. Like what? What you really are. Fearless. Ambitious. Like the third art seer. They
2: remember him as unstable. The crazy art seer that burned Greystone to the ground. Forget
4: the action and look at the message.
2: It's the action that killed him.
4: Sacrifice isn't the same as being killed.
2: How do you know so much about him?
4: Your father loves talking about the history of art seers. Even how you came to power.
2: What did he say about me?
4: People call you Radon the Borrower because you were the only Artseer that couldn't awaken your Motoring Eyes. Your father gave you his Motoring Eyes through eye transplant. A risky procedure that's never had successful results, but it did for you. It was after the fifth Artseer died and you took the mantle.
2: Do you think that's the name for me? Radon the Borrower?
4: Radon the Ambitious. I know something else. A secret. My gift. To you. What? The slaves are planning a rebellion. And it starts with you dying.
0: Thank you for listening to Visionaries Audio Drama. If you like what you hear, kindly subscribe to us on VisionariesAudioDrama.com. You can also follow us on social media for any updates. Ash to Flame.